I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's my father. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> is that Brian Griffin? That's Brian Griffin. Okay. Well, who is that? Did it, was that Kellen sending us the Kellen sent us that video earlier today about the uh, thank you fish? Oh no, I sent that. You sent that? I sent that. Yeah, Kellen was saying he didn't. He never knew what it came from until today. Uh, because because <laughs> me, you, and John used to always say thank you fish, oh, but he never knew why. Oh, you actually sent the link. I thought he sent, yeah, the, I sent link. the video. Oh, I see now. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sent the video. <laughs> oh, that's great. I thought he'd gone to the yep. trouble. No, nope. uh, it's amazing. Like he was so curious that he just like Googled. Yeah. Thank you, fish. What is this from? I'm, Help I'm my sure. friends say this. <laughs> yeah, he just Googled. Thank you, fish. I'm sure if you Google it, that's exactly what who who else? What other probably what has more it. search results on Google than than the family guy? Thank you, fish. Thank you, fish. Is it, it is the first thing that pops up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> of course. It so is. there you go. Yeah. There, There's three videos that popped up for me from YouTube and a Reddit thread called Thank You Fish. <laughs> <laughs> what could the thread be possibly like? What What's that possibly about? The comments just, yeah, I totally love this episode. Yep. Love well, the episode. See. The episode's so great. Love it. Blah, 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 racism. Um, so, so it's like a meme of it. Uh-huh. The comments just say, thank you, fish. Thank you. <laughs> Love how the wife fish uh, just things. It's just a complete like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mountain out of a molehill of a joke. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. It's a funny joke, but a Reddit thread. Yeah. yeah. It's like, which episode is this? Which chapter is this? You're like, like on a chapter. speed date and it's like, what do you do for a living? I'm a content moderator for Reddit. Oh, cool. What'd you do today? Uh, I moderated a discussion about just thank you fish. Thank you fish. What is that? I <laughs> uh, don't ask. Don't oh, worry about it. Don't worry, baby. I'm don't tired of talking about it. about it. I've been talking about this all day. I don't want to bring <laughs> my work <yeah>. home. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about something else? How, what, what, what do you do? What do you do? Let me, let me give a light recommendation. How about that, Dustin? Okay. Speaking of fish, uh-huh. let's talk about swim fan. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. There you go. That's in, a segue. A movie in which there are actually no fish, but lots of swimming. Um, sure. Yep. Um, I assume, I assume fish are fans of swimming. Yeah. Swim fan. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's all, all the fish's screen names. Swim fan 49. <laughs> swim fan. Yeah. Oh man, it's um, taken. What? Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you were Just add your serious. birth date on the end, Jeff. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Swim fan 69. Um, so this would be, this would, uh, I'm not going to do a full review of this cause I don't have much to say about it, but I, I did, I, I want to recommend this movie. I gave it three and a half stars. <laughs> okay. Uh, which is the, the same score I give movies that are actually classics. Um, I gave this film from 2002, three and a half stars. This is like the third time I've seen swim fan. Um, okay. if you don't, I've never seen it. Yeah. This, this film I don't know if this was, I don't think it was the first one, but this would have been a film that introduced a lot of people our age to Erica Christensen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, who's tremendous on parenthood uh, among mm-hmm. other things. But um, first she played this uh, incredibly sinister role in this film where she is this, uh, this seductress uh, who has her eyes on Jesse Bradford's, um, lead character this swimmer guy um and uh i essentially it's 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 fatal and she's a fan of him yes uh it, it's uh. it's basically fatal attraction and the, the big criticism at the time was this is just fatal attraction so people were like this sucks 
but I've never seen Fatal Attraction. And sure, uh, sure. even if I had, I would, I, it's still, it's still, an, it's still an entertaining execution of, of this basic sure. dynamic, which is, you know, star athlete, not the basic premise, but in this movie, star athlete, you know, doing great, swimming great. Everything's great. The scouts are going to come be coming soon to scout for the swim teams for colleges. And so, blah, blah, blah. He's got a great girlfriend. Everything's working out. This girl, I don't know if she moved to town or if he just now noticed her. I'm guessing she moved to town. It's unclear. Uh, okay. You know, drops books, all this other stuff. And then like they end up hooking up one night. Um, mm-hmm. I'll give you one guess where they have sex. The pool. In the pool, baby. Okay. <laughs> In the deep end. <laughs> um so then afterwards he's like that was a huge mistake uh let's just forget it and she's like yeah cool i don't want to you know but then she keeps like walking up to me and like hey when are we gonna do that again he's like uh and so after like several like uh several pretty well executed and well well placed tension in this movie i've got to say um he's just finally like yo i i i don't know what get away from me you know so she starts like you know, setting him up, like doing stuff that makes him, you know, like planting steroids in his food. So he tests positive uh, and gets kicked off the swim team. Wow. Um, and so it, it, it kind of escalates like, Oh, and I'm going to sabotage this and that, like, why won't you call me? You know? Um, and then until finally people start dying. <laughs> oh my God. People end up dead. Like he's swimming in the, he's swimming in the pool one time and he like knocks his head on like his best friend's dead body. <laughs> oh my gosh. What is this movie? And it's like, she killed this person. So it, it's, it's bananas. Uh, by the end of the movie, she, I'm, I'm, I'll spoil it. You should still watch it. By the end okay. of the movie, she's been arrested and like, she's, she's in the back of the cop car and on the way to jail and they're waiting on railroad tracks. The cop who's sitting in the back with her for some reason, like got a bunch of papers on his lap. Like, Oh, I'm going to do all these papers. He drops all his fucking papers. He leans over. She looks at his gun and then they cut to a wide shot outside the car. Bang, bang. She murders both the police. Wow. Kidnaps his girlfriend who goes to the pool and like has her tied to a chair. Like we could have been together. Pushes her in the pool. He jumps in, swims all the way across the pool and saves her. And then Erica Christensen, uh, you know, he pulls her into the pool. She can't swim. She drowns. She oh, drowns. what a predicament. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, he revives his girlfriend, and then they just, she's just, she's dead. Anyway, I spoiled the movie. I still think you should watch it. Um, uh, three and a half stars. Uh, I was, I was watching this. I was, it was like a weeknight, and I was just like, I'm just going to start chipping away at Swim Fan, because I've seen it, and I just, well, sure. give, give it one more look. Okay. And I was telling my wife, I was like, you know, it was short. Uh, I was yep. entertained the entire time. Right. And uh, it was kind of silly, but like and I'd watch it again. I was into it and I would watch it again. Um, there you go. Uh, the only thing I regret about this movie is that I've never watched it with friends. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like we could have watched this in college and it would have yeah. been like, like watching a football yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're right, watching. Sure. And you're just like, oh, no, dude, don't go in there. You know, no, no, no. No, oh. dude, get out of there. No, you yeah, know yeah. what she wants, man. And then like you come across the dead body. Oh, it just. Yes. It would have yeah. been perfect. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you have a group of buddies yep, and uh, you want to watch something entertaining, this is on Hulu right now. Go watch Swim Fan. That's my speaking, speaking of things we, we watched in college. I was thinking the other day about Hellcats and how I'm sure I'm sure it would it, it would not be fun to rewatch. But because because 100 percent of the fun of that was watching it with people yeah. and and reacting like that to something that 
we grew to yeah. care about, but initially did ironically. So, so, some, yeah, some melodramatic story point. Yeah, but like, and initially we were like, oh yeah, I see what you're doing, and then by like episode twelve, we're like, no, but it no, was, it's definitely one of those shows where it's like, especially for a group of like guys, it's like. Yeah, you are not allowed to watch that on your own. Like, if I were to right. knock on your door, like, hey Dustin, oh, hold on, what are you doing in there? Just watching. Oh, I was watching Hellcats. Right. Alone, <laughs> Dustin, you can't do that. Well, but not not even not even that. But just it it's it's not the highest quality thing. No, I think I think that's that's probably true for most CW shows. If you watch CW alone, uh, it's may, may, maybe maybe get a maybe get a dog. <laughs> you know it's something to occupy your time yeah you don't have enough going on um okay so let's transition i don't this again this is not something we're gonna like sit and talk about but sure. uh d23 was over the weekend mm-hmm. um and disney plus day and all this stuff. oh by the way also over the weekend uh the 21st anniversary of 9-11 and the queen of england died uh yep so those are both much, things that, that also happened important. but let's talk about d23 um, sure. So D23 happened and um, Disney announced a bunch of stuff and uh, we were all texting about it basically here and there over the weekend. We weren't like live tweeting it or anything, but yeah. stuff would come out or a piece of news would be pushed. I kept having my coworker like text me and be like, oh man, like, what do you think about the the Dr. Doom casting? I was like, they haven't cast anybody. And he was yeah. like, they're cast, they cast Henry Cavill. And I was like, I looked at the like no. the links. I was like, no, that's a that's a rumor. The word yeah. the word rumors there, right? And he's like, well, I guess he's like, I guess all they've confirmed is like Krasinski, and I'm like, he's not confirmed either. Yep. <laughs> and he's like, yep. He's like, yeah, but he's sort of like alluded to it. I'm like, no, he is not. No, <laughs> no, he is not at all. <laughs> if anything, just, he's like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. He's like, yeah, but but he's 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 sort of like hinted that he can't say anything. It's like. No, that would never happen. That doesn't happen with right. anyone with Marvel. Like right. they, they either just say, I don't know, or you know what happens most of the time? You don't know because they're quiet about it. And there is no, right. so once the casting's out, you're going, oh my God, this whole time you've been in a Marvel film, you know? Yeah. And and you also have to think about, I was thinking about this today, how often, if you're good at it, you can play the game. Yeah. Um, so like there was a headline that broke today from, I think, Sean Levy. And they asked him like, could there ever be a Stranger Things crossover with Deadpool? And he was like, oh, yeah, totally. And I'm like, yeah, right. But you know exactly what he's doing, which is right. he's smart enough to know like, oh, this is going to be the headline of every article and it'll never happen. And I don't ever have to worry about this. But if I say no, then everyone then it's not a headline. Right. You know what I mean? And if I say yes, then it's a headline. Well, it's like and, it's like you were saying when, back when we talked, uh, it was brilliant. I made a promo about it. Uh, that's how you know it's brilliant. Because it ends up my promo. <laughs> um, it's a promo. You uh we were talking about Zack Snyder saying he would totally direct a live action Dragon Ball. Yeah. You said it's just the, the right answer. Someone comes to you and says, Hey, you want to direct a project director? You yeah. don't go, nah, nah, <laughs> nah. You, you I say, don't want to do that. Yeah, sure. You know, sure. I'd be into, I, yeah, if the story's right. right, you know, that's what every actor, that's like the rote answer for every actor. Yeah. Like, uh, Hey, would you ever play Batman again? Yeah. Christian Bale? Yeah. yeah. If the story's right. Sure. Yeah. Do you want it's to like, work in the future? Right. Totally. Like, because that was a headline recently. Christian Bale says he would play Batman again, oh, really? but on one condition and you click the article and it's yeah. like, if Chris Nolan asks and it's like, well, yeah, of course that's it. Like, that's just such a dumb 
that's not a, that's not an article. No. You know what I mean? Like, Hey Christian, would you work if your friend asked you to work? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. If a person you love working okay. with said, Hey, would you like to work on a thing? Would you say yes? Uh, yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> like on, on Twitter recently, somebody asked Val Kilmer, would you want to yeah. play Batman again? And he was like, yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> never going to happen. Gonna but like, that. but uh, what's the point of him going? No, I'd really rather not. He could There's play, no point in that. He just play, play old, the game. Old Bruce Wayne in a Batman Beyond movie. Sure. Yeah. But uh, even you just but, did it. Sure. Sure. Why not? <laughs> I'm. I'm like, why? Why? Why just be like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. What's the point in that? Just play the game and make people go, and then you get free headlines, and you haven't done anything. Yeah, you're relevant, and you put in yeah. no effort. Because Val Kilmer saying, sure, I would do that, has no bearing on whether Warner Brothers is going to call him. Warner Brothers is definitely not going to call and say, stop talking about Batman. Yeah. So there's no there's no downside of this for him. Hey, Val, you think Batman's gay? Uh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Hey, Val, when, when you played Batman, did you did you play him as if he was toast? Sure. Why not? Yep. Super crispy toast. Yep. That's it. Yep. That's how I like it. Um, yeah, so stuff was being announced, uh, here and there, and it was mostly underwhelming. We got some cool trailers, uh, for those of us who, (laughs) for those of us on the show who indulge in such things, um, the secret invasion trailer was pretty cool. I mean, it wasn't like mind blowing, but it's just like, oh, cool. I'm excited for this. Yeah. Um, and then there was something, a couple other weird things from, from Marvel, like this werewolf by night Halloween special they're doing. That's weird. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, a couple other things, but um, the main stuff and just some announcements and panels for Marvel, nothing too crazy. Um, but it was mostly depressing. We were telling you, yeah. we were telling yeah. each other, like, I think I said, like, I think I said something like, like this genuinely depresses me because yeah, everything Disney announced was like, it's 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 it is the hyperbole from the past ten years, which has been hyperbole, yep. is now not hyperbole. To yeah. say they are literally, you know, cashing in on their old IPs, that is literally all they're doing now. Um, yes. Aside from a couple of projects like like uh, Iwaju and stuff like that, like yeah, you've got this Pinocchio movie that just came out. You've got this Mufasa prequel, live action prequel. Um, and it's just, it's so sad. Even my wife who normally like gets mad at me for being down on such things was telling me today, like, it's so sad. And I said, it's, it's depressing. And I just, I went on a rant about Bob Chapek and how he's not a creative and he's just a short gamer who knows how to make money. Even if, even if it tarnishes the company's image you yeah. know, it's just, it's in the, the you know, the, just this big diatribe about short-term gains and how, how much of a visionary Bob Iger was and how yeah. of all companies, Disney should be the ones who are pioneering storytelling and telling, yeah. telling the newest stories. Like that should be yeah. what yeah. their brand and their brand is now just, Oh, why would we do that though? It's so much easier just to take what we've got and, you know, and repackage it and do a save as on the script. <laughs> Yeah. Right. You know? Pretty much. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, that it is, it's really sad because you look at it and you think our kids aren't going to have like, 
when they're our age, mm-hmm. there's not going to be like defining IPs, like franchises for them yeah. that, that, that then Disney can go back and, and like remine right. and reboot, which obviously I'm against that on principle. It can work, but I'm against that on principle. But the idea is it's so short-sighted to think like, we're just going to mine everything and not think about the future. Well, then you're, actually really setting the next ceo up to fail Mm -hmm. you're setting your company up to fail because in 30 years the well is dry you haven't put out an original thing in 30 years and and what do you do if your brand is simply repackaging old things you're going to run out of old things and then and then as far as new stuff you're you've you're out of practice and you don't know what the public taste is anymore and you're you're just you're going to lose that game and and it's sad because you know you mentioned bob Iger. i'll go all the way back to walt walt didn't make sequels he didn't do snow white and then snow white 2 he said i'm going to do snow white now i'm going to do pinocchio and now i'm going to do jungle book like like it was it was different thing after different thing um and then some of them were even very experimental like fantasia it's like these are just you know, one-off stories that we're trying to tell here and we're trying to do different things. And you know what? We're going to do Fantasia because we haven't done anything like Fantasia. You know what? We're going to do Pinocchio because we haven't done anything like Pinocchio. And, and that's, um, it's just sad that a studio that was for so long known for like creating these pieces of, of art that stood alone on their own. And yes, some of them were based on fairy tales or, you know, old folk tales from whenever, but they were original ideas. I'm going to call them that because Disney put their own spin on them. And, um, and yeah, it just sucks that like that doesn't exist anymore. And so you, you look through Disney's Twitter feed and it's Mufasa, the prequel, Snow White, the remake. It's, uh, uh, Pan and Wind, Peter Pan and Wendy. And mm. it's Disenchanted, which is a sequel to a movie called Enchanted, which I saw like last year for the first time and was like, eh. And, um, and yeah, it just doesn't, it, it, there's nothing, there's nothing creative about this. And, and so I watched part of Pinocchio. Uh, my wife put it on while our son was napping and for some background noise. And so I watched bits and pieces of it. I'm not going to do a review because I have no interest in watching the full movie and I have no interest in reviewing a movie that I haven't seen all of. Mm-hmm. But um, but the point is, the script is word for word, and some of it is shot for shot. And I'm just like, Ugh. and it looks ugly. It's way uglier. And so in every conceivable way, this is a lesser product that I guess they thought someone would like because they're recreating things that we've seen before. Uh-huh. But the demographic of this is 10 year olds who probably haven't seen the other thing before. <laughs> Right. So what is this? Uh, yeah, I, I, that's I, that's always confused me. It's just like it is just blatantly not for anybody in particular. Like it's so yeah, you, you can't make the argument that this is for new people because it's just like, but they have the original movie. It, yeah. it, it, it's it's one of those arguments that's so easy to win if you were to have like Bob Chapek tied to a chair, yeah. which I allegedly would love to do. Um, but like to have to, to be able to be like, yeah, who's this for? Well, the new audience. Why? They have the original. Uh, it's inadequate. Why? Is it because you don't think animation is real or, or, you know, a real art form? Uh, of course not. 
you they know. would never say that, but that is how it feels. Or, yeah. or it feels like because it's old, we need to do a new version. Right. But the thing is, th- you don't have this, to say you're old. <laughs> well, well, the, Pinocchio was fifty years old when I watched it for the first time, uh-huh. and it and, and I didn't care. It's great because. So what's the difference between fifty and eighty years old? The only like, argument you there's can not make that big of a difference is that kids today are exposed to like higher. I don't know, like some it's, 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 it, even then it's subjective. Like kids today are, are, you know, they grew up on like compute, like computer animated films and like sure 4k footage of the, the tundra. So yeah. you should give them something that's on par with that because comparatively 2d animation from the fifties is boring. It's like, but that's not how a kid's brain works. You know, kid just sees no. bright colors and movement and, you know, fun stuff happening. And that's what they want to engage with. And By that older. token, every storybook is lesser than a photo book. Yeah, books suck. <laughs> they don't books even move. Books are awful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, what, this is illustrated? <laughs> Give me 4K stunning photographs and then we'll talk. It was just so depressing. Uh, the yeah. whole the whole ordeal uh, yeah. was, was just a depressing state of affairs. So I, um, yeah. my daughter yeah. has these movie nights you know, now. And she's just like, we're going to watch a movie every month and we're going to all watch it. And she makes tickets and she assigns us like a, like a call time and seats and everything. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, the first time we did it, we watched Lightyear. Um, <laughs> but uh, for this next one, I was like, what are we watching? She's like, we're going to watch father of the bride, like the Steve Martin father of the bride. Okay. And I was like, Oh, awesome. All right. Cool. So I've, I've at least bought myself another month from yeah, being forced right. to watch that movie. And Pinocchio. I think if it happens, I'm going to like pretend I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretend I have diarrhea. Like, yeah, sorry, I can't watch this. I have to I, poop. I can't watch. And then your nose grows. The only thing growing is the, the doo-doo <laughs> in the toilet. Um, yep. Okay. Well, I thought, I thought, I thought it was a lie. You didn't, <laughs> you're going to um, actually do it. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to save up. I'm going to eat some spoiled food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sick. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> Smoke one of those cigars from pleasure Island and go throw yeah, up. There you go. <laughs> Face turns green. Well, <laughs> sp- speaking of throwing up and, uh, diarrhea and, um, and, uh, depressing nostalgia. Do you want to talk about Jurassic world? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> Uh, did you see Jurassic World Dominion? No, I didn't even see Fallen Kingdom. All I saw was the first Jurassic World, which I liked. Okay. Solid. So, but but then you and many others told me that Fallen Kingdom was not good. Yeah. And then I heard the same about this and I was like, right, well, that's it for me. Well, so look, I'm not, I'm not going to give a full on detailed review recap of Jurassic World Dominion because it doesn't deserve it, but what I am going to say is um, Jurassic World Dominion is, you know, what? I, I'm just going to read my letterbox review. Oh, um, delightful. So so hang hang tight. Um, so this, this is what I wrote. I gave it one and a half stars and this is what I wrote. <laughs> this film uses the original John Williams score as a leitmotif for the three characters from the original movie. But in the 1933 film, the score, which exudes a sense of awe and trepidation, was a leitmotif for the park itself, not the characters in the park. So 93. here, what did I say? You said 33. 
19. <laughs> okay. Well, I wrote 93. It's it, it, written right there. It came out. Um, no, I'm looking at it too. I, I see it. Okay. I, just, I was like, okay. I just want to correct it for the listeners because they're going to think <laughs> yes. that it came out this, you know, Jurassic years. Park was a remake of yeah. some movie from yeah. the Depression era. Yeah. Yeah. It came out the same weekend as King Kong. <laughs> Uh, so I wrote, so here the use of it is purely for nostalgia and or man, emotional manipulation, but that's just Jurassic World Dominion, a movie that misunderstands the original film's appeal, banks on nostalgia and is emotionally manipulative instead of crafting a genuinely emotional story. Um, and I think familiar. that I think that pretty much sums it up like th- this film um, completely misses the point of Jurassic Park. Um, and, and even Jurassic world, because you have this Jurassic park is obviously about a park that is opened and horrible things happen. And then it's like the sequels, although lesser are, you know, designed around that similar premise. Like it's all related to this park and what it took to create the park Mm -hmm. and why that was a terrible idea. Jurassic world is a recreation of Jurassic Park, um, but never really uh, reaching the heights of Jurassic Park, but it just kind of retells that same idea. Yeah, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom creates this idea where it retroactively changes why it's called Jurassic World and and gives the reason, well, because by the end of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, the dinosaurs are in the world. They're not locked inside a park anymore. Right. They are all around the world. So Jurassic world dominion. Yeah, exactly. So Jurassic world dominion, one would think we've, we've set up this, this problem, which is there are dinosaurs in our ecosystem. How, how does that affect the world? How do we deal with that? And this film even begins with a monologue sort of like newsreel footage about like well now there's dinosaurs in the in our world and and you have like you know shots of it's like genuinely cool of like a a a a crab boat uh, out on the waters yeah and and like the the uh cage is down in the water and a dinosaur grabs it and like pulls the whole boat under Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah that's a really cool idea um and and so it sets up this premise that we're going to talk about now. What happens now that the dinosaurs are in our world? Um, yeah. Only to then shift gears and not talk about dinosaurs at all for two and a half hours. Ugh. Two two. Oh, well, on Peacock, it's the extended version, so two hours and forty five minutes. And are there um, more dinosaurs, or are there even less dinosaurs uh, percentage per movie? I, I I would say yeah, per percentage wise, yeah, yeah it's less. Oh, but no. it's um i don't know i i really i haven't seen the original so i don't i, I can't say that for oh, certain yeah. but but <laughs> I, but i will say this there there's not enough dinosaurs in here the the dinosaurs yeah. are an afterthought it's like they they have this plot and part of the plot involves them going to a place that just so happens to have dinosaurs mm-hmm. it's not like we're going back to Jurassic park or we're going back to Jurassic world. The theme park is we're just going to a place. Oh, and by the way, this guy also has dinosaurs, even though we never heard about him before. And, um, and it's an afterthought because I'm like, but you don't have to go to a place to see this guy's dinosaurs that he has because they're all over the world. Mm. You just told me that (laughs) you, you just told me that they're everywhere. So I don't understand why we had to go to a place to encounter them. Um, 
And um, it, it, it's it's so frustrating. The film is actually about uh, the impact that locusts are having on crops. Not the impact that dinosaurs are having on people. the food chain <laughs> or people or yeah. traffic. Yeah. Just like when we have to sit and let an Apatosaurus cross the interstate. The shipping industry in general. The shipping industry, yeah. whatever. Airplanes where pteranodons are yeah. landing on the wings while we're flying. Yeah, you know, that'd be like way more whatever. interesting. That that's like a, a thing. Yeah. But the pro the 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 inherent problem with this, by the way, is you can never put the genie back in the bottle. Once the dinosaurs are out in the world, you can't collect them all and put them back in a park. So this is going to be the status quo. The only thing you can do is figure out a way to kill all the dinosaurs, like some thing that we can disperse into the air that's going to kill all the dinosaurs, but leave every other animal. Like a giant asteroid. Like a giant asteroid. We're going to recreate. It's like reverse Armageddon. We're going to try to make an asteroid that's a global killer. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> which by the way for this film that's uh, marketed as the final chapter in the saga right well that would be way more interesting to yeah. have it end with a cataclysmic extinction of the dinosaurs oh, and the point essentially be don't bring them back yeah they were killed off for a reason yeah um and uh that would be interesting they don't do that here um in fact for a conclusion there's no conclusion here <laughs> Um, none of the characters have arcs and so none of the characters complete an arc. Um, our, our original three characters, um, played once again by Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill and Laura Dern. They're great. I mean, I think they all fall back into these roles relatively well. However, I would be hard pressed to think of anything that any of them did that was at all beneficial to the story. Um, they are just here. They showed their faces so they can be marketed, but they have a lot of screen time, (sighs) a lot of screen time. It's not like they're a cameo, like they are in this movie, but they don't do a thing. And like the, there's so much missed opportunity with the idea that like these people escaped Jurassic Park. Right. And, and and Malcolm and Grant have both escaped Jurassic Park again in a way. Right. Um and now they can never escape it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's all they're always going to be that's that's an interesting idea. But they do nothing with it. <laughs> it's like it's like imagine that like I was I was hunted by a dinosaur once. I barely escaped right. with my life. And then it happened to me again and I barely escaped with my life. And now you're telling me that at any moment there could yeah. be a raptor in my backyard. They're just everywhere. Yeah. It's like, that's terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, and these people ought to have PTSD and yeah. whatever else, but you know, whatever. Um, and, and it's just so frustrating on top of the, you know, fan servicey shenanigans. Like if, if I asked you to describe the Jurassic park logo, it it's pretty simple. It's a circle with a T-Rex in it. Mm-hmm. Uh a T-Rex skeleton. This film literally recreates that image by having the this this rich guy, he has a piece of art in his compound that's a big ring, it's just a big circle, 
And of course the T-Rex steps into it Uh and like creates the iconic thing. And I'm like, you don't have to recreate your own logo for me to remember that I'm watching a Jurassic Park movie. (laughs) I see it on my ticket. Yeah, this is just the level of like, we don't understand why people like Jurassic Park. Uh, You think I'm going to be excited because there's a T-Rex in a circle? Make the thing. Yeah. Like I, the reason I liked Jurassic Park was because it's a genuinely well-crafted movie in which a, a, a character, Alan Grant, has an arc mm-hmm. um, and, 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 and John Hammond, the film's antagonist, if you will, um, uh, has a, has a change of heart about like, oh, it, it's sort of talking about like the, the commercialism of everything and why, why that's a bad thing. Just because you can sell something doesn't mean you should sell something. The, the, the irony of the, that. The irony is so thick. Oh. Um, but but then like it, it that that's why I like Jurassic Park. Everything about yeah. it is iconic. Everything, you know, sound of the, the sound design is iconic. Yeah. The, that T-Rex that roar is an iconic sound in film. Yeah. Um, everything from the casting, you know, not just our heroes, but Wayne Knight and Samuel L. Jackson um, and, and the visual effects. Everything's groundbreaking. Everything works. It's like a lightning in a bottle film. And, uh, and, and while I can certainly understand why somebody might not like the original Jurassic Park, I think it's a nearly perfect film. For yes. Me. Yes. Um, and, and, and I love that film. Jurassic World Dominion does not understand one single reason why I like that film. Not yeah. one single reason. And and that to me is its biggest failure. You could, you know, take the plot apart. You could take, you know, casting apart. You can take apart some visual effects that look very, very rushed. Um, you can you can take apart a lot of things. But the the main thing for me is this film doesn't understand why I like Jurassic Park. It's not because dinosaurs are on screen. It's weird. We're we're saying not only don't watch Pinocchio, don't watch Jurassic World Dominion. I think I think the clear winner in this this episode is that people should watch Swim Fan. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. This 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 super campy movie from 2002. Yeah. That's probably the clear winner tonight. Here's what I'm going to say about Jurassic World Dominion. It is not a recommendation. Like I said, one and a half stars. Mm-hmm. However, if you are a Jurassic Park completionist like I am, um, watch it if only because I want you to understand. Like, I want you to see just how how lost a franchise can get. Um, and to me, that's an interesting enough reason to watch it. Like, I remember I watched it over two nights and I texted Kellen and I was like, I'm halfway through or whatever. I'm going to finish it tomorrow. And he was like, dude, just quit. Like, don't watch it. And I was like, I, I've gone, I've come too far. He said, dude, I quit movies sometimes when I'm like a half hour from the end. And I'm like, no, I have to see this through because I, I was not engrossed in the story. No, I was engrossed in how did this happen? Yeah. How did all of this happen? Y'all had so much time because the pandemic shut you down yeah. for, a, for a brief moment there. You should have retooled the script at that point. Nope. Nope. More time to anyway. count that money. Yeah. 
And 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 poor Spielberg. Like I cannot imagine that Spielberg's out there reading the script, going, "This is good, guys." I wonder. Yeah, go with this. I wonder if after a while, especially if you're Spielberg and you're like you're extremely wealthy, it's like to to sleep at night. Do you give do you give your your like your paycheck from this film like to charity? Like do you just yeah. do you just give it to like the Boys and Girls Club or something? Like I, I don't can't know. I can't allow this to enrich my life. It feels so gross. I have to donate this. <laughs> Right, right, right. You just right. put it in a briefcase and give it to the first homeless person you see. Like here, I, I maybe this is almost like blood money. I, blood I can't money. keep it. <laughs> uh, All right. All right. Anyway. Well, uh you people should tune in next week uh because for, for more uh for more soulless nostalgia based marketing capitalization, we'll be talking about light year. <laughs> so yeah. stay tuned for that. <laughs>